Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. This is Leslie Powell, Director of Outreach for the World Fellows Program, talking with Jin Yi, a 2009 Yale World Fellow. Hi. Hi, Jin Yi. Jin Yi is an independent documentary filmmaker working primarily in China. He's the founding director of the Participatory Documentary Center in southeastern Jiangxi province, as well as of the Art to Simple Studio. His films Supergirls and Bamboo Shoot have won him awards and acclaim on the international circuit, and they reveal the social and cultural tensions of contemporary China. Welcome. Thank you. You've described your filmmaking work as a form of civic engagement. Can you tell me about this? Um, the characteristic of our documentary project is that we do not produce films uh, ourselves as professional filmmakers. We work with people in the community, like peasants, workers, migrant workers, officials, students, and we organize training workshops. We give them cameras, and we teach them how to document their own lives. Uh, so as a filmmaker, you yourself are actually not behind the camera, so to speak. Uh, you prefer uh, to hand out video cameras to ordinary people and have them shoot their own lives. Uh, I am. I am behind the camera every now and then document how they document their lives. So I'm also making a making-off documentary of the project itself. Oh, I see. Uh, but most, yeah, you're right, most of the pr uh, films will be made by the people living in the community. How did you arrive at this style of filmmaking? Uh, I, I did a project in 2005 with another filmmaker, Wu Wenguang. Uh, we, got, uh, we got funding from the European, uh, European Union project in China. And we recruited 10 farmers from around the nation, and we invited them to Beijing, trained them, and give, gave each of them a camera and they went back home to the home village and filmed village elections in their, in their village, and they came back and edited the films. And after that project, I, I came to realize, you know, this is um, what I really feel excited to do, uh, more excited than making my own films. Um, because, when, you know, when you look at the films that they made, you feel that, you know, it's just not possible for you as a so-called professional filmmakers to access their life the way they access their lives. And so, it's, and the dynamic between the people, the person standing behind the camera and in front of the camera are so different than, than if you were there. So in a sense, they're both behind the camera and in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, and they just, yeah, while they hold the camera, you know, as a professional filmmaker, you would normally pretend that you were not there. But when they hold the camera, they just can't keep their mouth shut. They just arguing, talking with the people in front of the camera. What are some of the social issues in China that you try to depict in your films or that you care the most about? Um, I'm very interested in the uh, how this new capitalist development interact with the, the, the gradual absence of the uh, ideology, the communist ideology. And, and, and very interestingly, you see quite a significant increase in nationalism and in, in very big influence, yeah, increase in, in consumerism. So that's, that's something that I'm very interested in exploring, the, the spiritual, spiritual vacuum in, in China today. 
Is that more pronounced in the countryside than in the cities or vice versa? Uh, both, both. Um, because there are much more uh, um, mobility now. You know, people live in the, many people, especially young people live in the rural areas. They would go into the city to be migrant workers. So a lot of uh, urban, rural uh, uh, mobility. Are you primarily an artist or a social commentator? Um, I would think both, a social commentator using art uh, to do something. But I, I myself haven't given up uh, making my own works. So I would say I'm playing both roles at the same time. How do you successfully navigate media censorship by the Chinese government? Um, there is very clearly defined uh, you know, censorship procedures one has to go through. Um, but I think that is something that you, I think the government will gradually uh, get rid of or reduce because that is really uh, killing the creativity of the Chinese artists and, and filmmakers. With those censorship installed, um, most of the inter in independent film uh, films produced in China today cannot be, cannot be shown and cannot be seen by audience back home. So I think that is a big, big uh, obstacle to, uh, to, to any possible meaningful development in Chinese filmmaking in the future. Have your films been shown in China? Um, in some s very small and like art house cinemas, right, privately, privately owned, but it is not possible to show them publicly because of the, uh, the censorship. So you've already talked about this a little bit, but I want to ask you more directly, how, how, how would you describe the state of independent filmmaking in China? Is it, is it vibrant? Yeah, it is very. Uh, it's one of the, I would say probably one of the most exciting uh, uh, a field in 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 the art in the art uh, not just in the art in the cultural uh, sector in China, um, I think it really thank you know we really uh, appreciate the development of technology, especially with the more portable affordable uh, digital technology, digital videos, digital cameras, and that really uh, makes independent filmmaking possible. So there are very uh, significant number of young people dedicating themselves to, to independent filmmaking in China, both feature films and documentary films. So how do we understand that? The independent filmmaking scene is vibrant, but the censorship is real. How do those two things square with each other? Um, you can see, you know, you can, you can look at the way that, you know, s simply because it is so vibrant, uh, the government feel that they need to regulate. They need to, in a way, to, 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 uh, to, to have some control. Uh, so, so that actually that you know makes it more the censorship more. Uh, the government think the censorship is more 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 useful to do, thing to do. Um, but as I said just now, you know, bec simply because the technology development, it is very possible to make your own films, but. Uh, 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 while you're not relying on uh, the establishment. What is your next filmmaking project? Uh, I'm writing a second feature film story, and also we are 
my colleague Beatrice and I are working on the China-Africa documentary project. That's Beatrice Mategua, who was a 2009 World Fellow. Right, right. Uh, speaking of the World Fellows Program, you've spent the last four years here in New Haven on the Yale campus, and mm-hmm. I'm curious what you take away from this experience and how it might be helpful to you in your work. Um, I think this experience is most useful to me in the way that you know I put the project that I'm doing in Jiangxi into the context of uh, social change, social innovation. And this is an, a concept that I was not exposed to before I came here. So, so I'm really glad to, you know, to not to narrowly define what we are doing as uh, a, a, a kind of experimental film practice. I think it's, I believe it's more than that. And so I, I this one, and, and there are many other things that also I, for example, climate change, something that I wasn't on my agenda, wasn't in my concern before, but simply because colleagues here talk so much about it and and I get to know more about this topic as well. And you'll be able to incorporate that somehow into your Yeah, projects. for sure, for sure. This is something that I will, um, will keep uh, in my agenda for the next few years in my filmmaking and, and other activities. Well, best of luck to you, Jenny. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.